Sometimes we Catholics get a bad rap for having weird things. Uh, when, you know, we, we can rattle off the facts of, of this weirdness. Uh, one of my favorites is every 10 years uh, in India, St. Francis Xavier's uh, relics are, are um, paraded through the street of, I believe it's Goa, the, 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 the city where he died, uh, the relics that are left there in India. Or, or that we have relics in the first place, uh, not only uh, relics that uh, are placed in our altars and uh, relics of the martyrs, but relics in, in, in general. In Code of Rome, you see relics all over the place. Again, St. Francis Xavier's hand is in a, up above an altar. And so when we come to celebrate the Feast of the Sacred Heart, people often kind of read into it some more of this Catholic weirdness. Yes, that's a theological word. But it's not. It's not about the, the, the blood-pumping vessel that, that animated his, his, his body. Rather, it's the whole person of Jesus Christ, the core of who he was that is symbolized by that heart. As we celebrate the most sacred heart, we call to mind that love that he had for all of us. That love that he had, that he would die on the cross, and which is why we celebrate the sacred heart, the, this solemnity of the most sacred heart, so close to Easter. Well, 50, 60 days after Easter, but it's still pretty close. It's associated. As we hear in today's gospel, Jesus tells us that his heart is meek and humble. And so often with that word meek, we, we, uh, we think meek means weak. We think meek means being a pushover. Meek means uh, sitting in the corner and, and sitting in the dark and, and just kind of, that isn't meek. In the, in the biblical sense, anyway. That, that may be what meek has come to mean in, in our common uh, language, but uh, meek in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the Greek word for here is docile, yes, but more like a war horse is docile. Somebody who is able to take direction, somebody who, who does the will of somebody else and does it well. It doesn't mean weak, but rather a strength and a subdued strength. Jesus Christ has that subdued strength that he is our Savior, he is our Lord, he is the one who is sent to, to proclaim Jesus, or he is Jesus Christ, to proclaim the God the Father. He reveals God the Father to us. And the only way to know God the Father is through him. We live in a world that says, well, there's a million ways to God. And Jesus says, no, there's only one way him. And he reminds us that God loves us. No other religion, none, except Christianity, says that God loves us. That God has a personal relationship, wants to have a personal relationship with us, which is why we honor and celebrate his sacred heart, because that reminds us of his love. In no other, no other religion does God take flesh. 
oh, we, you know, I keep talking about the Greeks, you know, but uh, you, you gotta love Zeus, not really. But uh, you, you know, Zeus uh, becomes uh, uh, takes the form of a man, and he or a bull, or you know, the whole Europa thing, whatever. But uh, he not, doesn't literally take flesh. But Jesus Christ, as the Son of God, takes flesh, being born of a virgin, born a little child, raised. And with that same meekness, offers himself to the Father on the cross. So that we can have eternal life. As St. John tells us, he came not to condemn the world, but to save it. This solemnity that we celebrate is one that we should be celebrating all through our life. The more, the longer I've been a priest, the more I deeply appreciate the Sacred Heart and tomorrow's feast, the Immaculate Heart of Mary. It reminds us that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ who loves us. And one of the things, this should not be odd at all. In fact, you can, you can poo-poo the relics all you want or, or whatever, but I think there is definitely a place for the enshrining of the Sacred Heart and the Immaculate Heart in our homes. If we put that in the center of our homes, wherever it is, I'm not talking literal center, uh, but if we put it up somewhere, it reminds us that Jesus Christ loves us, that God the Father loves us, that the Holy Spirit loves us and desires to be with us. And it begins with the incarnation of Jesus Christ. That, again, while we celebrate his sacred heart, we call to mind it's not just the blood-pumping vessel in his body, but his whole being that we celebrate. But that Jesus Christ loves us so much that he would take a human heart and make it sacred 